0: ain't
1: Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem show on Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitters here in Pittsburgh, PA in Mayhem Studio Central. Also on the line with me, my fellow uh, uh wrestling person. Whatever you are this week. Amon Payton, San Antonio, Texas. He is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling joining me this week. How you doing, man?
2: I'm doing great. I'm a wrestling person. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm a wrestling person that does video things. So I'm a video wrestling person. So... That's how we define ourselves this week. But no, we are uh, uh, two guys that happen to do some stuff around wrestling, fans of it as well, and uh, and, and hoping to expose you guys to uh, some new stuff, uh, and some new people, and some new feds, and, and some new discussions. Uh, hot this week, of course, is that insane Ricochet-Will Ospreay match. We're going to be talking about that late in the show. But of course, we've got a great guest this week, somebody we've been watching for a while with Renegade Wrestling Alliance, DC Bentley and half of the RWA Tag Team Champions. But first, please check us out over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Subscribe to the Indie Mayhem Show and everything else we have wrestling going on. Talking about the big shows, the little shows, all kinds of stuff. And also check out IndieWrestling.us. It's our store for our friends over at the RWA and a bunch of other places, but also around the indies, so you can catch up with what's going on, what indies you're not catching on to. A great multimedia presentation uh, with everybody's Twitter and, 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 and Facebook videos and everything these days. Matt Collins is doing a great job throwing that stuff together. And if there's anything we're missing, anything we should be checking out, drop us a line, 412-206-WMS0 or at show.com on the email. And you can also join us live here. We start talking about pro wrestling about 8 p.m. Eastern time at live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com We've been playing a little bit here and there. If you're uh, following us on the Facebook page, we have some of the parts of the shows kind of coming up in Facebook Live here and there. Still kind of getting the hang of it, uh, but you might be able to pop up and uh, catch us there as well. Uh, but the main spot, like I said live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com A good uh, yeah, three to four hours of talking about pro wrestling with a, a bunch of people from all over the country. But tonight, the man of the hour is DC Bentley joining us. He is, of course, one half of the RWA Tag Team Champions, Wild West, one of the most unpredictable duos I've had the pleasure to film here in the last several years. Uh, uh, how you doing tonight, man?
0: I am doing very well, and I am uh, humbled by uh, your introduction. Very well done, just like everything you do. Uh, I'm just geared up, getting ready for this this big show here on the third on Friday.
1: Awesome. We're going to talk about that a bit here, but first, you know, we like to, especially new people we have on the show, uh, kind of, uh, 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 you know, find out. You know, if you're part of indie wrestling, if you got to this point, you have to be a fan of this stuff. What is your earliest memory, or what got you into pro wrestling in the first place?
0: Um, what got me into pro wrestling was, uh, you know, first obviously being uh, a child of the late '90s. The Attitude Era was a huge influence on me, but I was watching wrestling even back back before that i'd say probably 89 uh i began watching actually with my great-grandmother uh it was a big shake the snake fan and that's how i got (laughs) introduced to it and just instantly fell in love
1: that's awesome that's awesome how did you transfer from that to deciding you know i i want to get in the ring and actually actually get into this
0: well, in February of 2005, uh, a local uh, independent promotion was having open tryouts, uh, and I happened to catch a flyer. And at that time, I wanted to try out to be a referee. So that's kind of how I got my feet wet. I went to try out, um, began training as a referee, and then along the line, kind of despite my small stature, decided hey, that, that looks like something I could do. and Uh, Went ahead and went forward with asking uh, the trainer, "Hey, can I uh, take some bumps as a as a wrestler?" He said, "Sure." And uh, about a year later, I had my first match. Mm -hmm.
1: And and, and of course, you know, we know you as as being part of Wild West. uh, Of course, Um, how did you guys uh, kind of uh, hook up as a team?
0: Uh, Actually, I met Dave Daniels in that uh, in that KCW training academy. He was uh, one of the trainers there helping. Uh, guide mentor some of the, uh, the up and coming trainees. I met him there. We became best friends. And then, uh, it just so happened in about, uh, 2000, I'd say 10, uh, both of us weren't really doing much and decided to hit the road together as a tag team because we thought it would be easier for us to get some matches the tag team as opposed to being singles. And that's kind of the birth of Wild West
1: awesome and you say you've been with rwa kind of off and on here for uh, uh last several years um definitely like, like i said one of the more unpredict- unpredictable teams other than i can usually count on you guys uh not staying in the ring for the entire time um or even looking at a, a uh, match here that you had with the forbidden warriors i think this is late last year um where you're bringing out a trash can uh full of stuff um <laughs> what 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 where how do you get to this point <laughs> i guess this is my broad question here uh, uh when you guys come out as a tag team um you guys are having fun i've seen blown up blow up dolls in the past uh uh you know uh, what's your kind of philosophy as a team out there
0: well what i mean that kind of goes back to like what i said about being you know a, a child of that attitude era some of those influences you know definitely bleed into our performances today uh, what we try to do is go out there and ask ourselves, what would we as fans like to see? And we try to bring that to the audience. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we are, you know, young males between the age of 25 and 32, so a lot of what we do is going to be geared towards that audience. Um, and that's what I find to be
1: the most entertaining.
0: I like a little humor and a little violence mixed in with my wrestling, and, and that's what you get with Wild West.
1: Awesome. And of course, uh, you know, not just RWA, you guys have been around a little bit too. Um, uh, what, what's kind of, you know, where around can people find, uh, some wild west action?
0: Well, right now, um, you're going to see a lot of wild west at RWA. Uh, that, that's kind of our homestead for right now. Um, there's also a promotion that comes into the, uh, Greater greener area called big time wrestling. Uh, we're usually seen there. Um, you know, and outside of that, right now we're keeping it pretty exclusive with those two things. Uh, certainly open to other places, but right now that's where we feel most at home and most
1: comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, we're showing some some video here again. Uh, some other stuff from I, I think this is late last year as well. Uh, Fall free for all. Um, you're definitely one of those teams that that the RWA crowd uh, responds to, and, uh, and 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 I'm you know a big proponent of this crowd that that Renegade Wrestling Alliance has. You know, it's not. It's not the the uh, crazy super indie style or anything like that here, but the crowd is almost like the greatest feature um, um, that complements you guys in the ring. Um, you know, we're seeing the, you know people you know pounding on the ring you know in support at the end of the show. Uh, what do you think of the crowd in RWA?
0: I, they are the third member of Wild West, no doubt about it. Deep the fans in West Duke, Pennsylvania are by far the most insane that I've ever been in front of. It is all the good ways. You know, they they don't sit on their hands. They're there to get their money's worth. They're very vocal. Um they're not afraid to tell you if they love you or if they hate you. And we feed off that, you know, as you know, in rank performers, that's what you that's what you go for. And they give you plenty of it. You know, so you're always throwing off that energy.
1: Awesome. I have to ask you seem like the, the, the one in the team that likes to hump things.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the hump things?
0: The hump things. The hump things. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's part of the, the DC Bentley uh, vibe, man. I, I like to make uh, my uh, my opponent as uncomfortable as possible. That's like a psychological Tool. It's almost like a weapon in itself. You know, if, if you're not sure if I'm coming at you from an offensive or a defensive the hump certainly throws a you know, a chink in that chain.
1: <laughs> awesome, awesome. I, I gotta ask like who are your influences as far as tag team wrestling goes?
0: Oh man, there are a lot and, and you know, what I've always uh, what I've always thought for, like I said, is that, that mix of like humor with you know, the Blancers have always loved the new age albums. one of my all-time favorite tag teams. Um, number one, because they didn't do what everybody else did. You know, they didn't come out with, like, the matching attire. They didn't have the specific uh, double teams that were in some way related to the gimmick. They kind of went out, they, they played themselves, but they meshed well together that you knew they were a team. You know, they didn't have to show you and, uh, you know, I think Wild West has a little bit of that peppered in there too, but
1: definitely New Age is one of my all-time favorites. Awesome. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, being the RWA uh, uh, Tag Team Champions, you guys are going to uh, represent uh, this Friday as of this recording with uh, Global Force Wrestling is coming to town um, um, uh, Friday at the Palisades in McKees- McKeesport. Amazingly, it's a it's actually going to be, um, um, you know, co-promoted with uh, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, of pro-wrestling, uh express here uh in the area uh and that's something it's not often you see uh, more than one of those logos on a poster together uh but uh a pretty big deal there in town june 3rd uh what's a what's it like to uh you know expect to you know going into this representing rwa on on somebody that's you know a promotion that's tour, touring uh countrywide nationwide
0: oh it's an absolute honor um you know, it, it was it came about unexpected. Uh, you know, I was honored to accept the responsibility of representing something that I love in, in, in RWA, in the tag team division in RWA. Um, I also want to say that I think that, you know, the fact that PWX and RWA are working together on this is a beautiful thing for independent wrestling. It's, it's going to be mutually beneficial. And it's going to expo- expose... Our product to other audiences, other products to our audience. It's going to be a great thing for indie wrestling in the greater Pittsburgh area. I'm just, I'm really proud of that piece too, to be a part of the joining of those two. For even if it's for one night, it's a great opportunity to just be a part of that. You know, kind of like almost like a, a wrestling handshake. You know, we're going to go out there and all do business together for the greater good of indie wrestling. And I love that. I love teamwork when it comes to, to indie wrestling. It's good for all of us.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, and even in a building i i've been to the palisades i want to say i can't it was super indie maybe seven ish uh with the iwc uh building with a lot of history of course uh, uh the late sweet and sour larry sweeney winning the uh super indie title in the tournament that night um but uh i'm finding out that that's a building that has um Years and years of history, as we're, we're we're actually doing a project talking about uh, history of Pittsburgh wrestling that goes back way way far. Um, you know, what's it like to be part of you know you know some the part of the history wrestling history of of the Palisades as well?
0: You know, I can only hope that what we do on the third uh, blends in with that history and becomes part of you know the legacy of Pittsburgh wrestling. And if it's not, I don't know that we're doing the legacy honor. You know, and I and I look forward to it. I think. You know, all the uh, performers need to go out there and put their best on and I think it's going to be, you know, kind of, uh, you know, a-, a source of pride for-, for myself personally, but hopefully it becomes just a part of the history itself. And people remember, hey, remember the time PWX, RWA, and Global Force Wrestling all came together in this building. I hope that's the way it's remembered.
1: It's also great seeing this not happening, not around like a memorial, you know, too. Uh, which always seemed like the way that it was in the past, so awesome that it 's like a positive vibe going into this uh as well right. so um awesome awesome so so we talked about it a little bit beforehand this is the the topic of the week, but uh the match going around that New Japan put out uh from their big tournament happening over there right now, uh ricochet and will osprey there 's a lot of opinions going around we 're going to talk about it here later on the show, as I mentioned, but i gotta get your opinion on the match while I have you on the line
0: um it's it's so ridiculously athletic it's breathtaking i mean that thing is uh is a work of art uh, I mean no matter how you cut it and I, I think people will break it down and dissect it from every point, but I like to look at it from a distance. I love. Spot. I'm a big spot guy, and there are more than enough there for you to send your teeth in and, and I think that's what they were going for. I think that's what they accomplished and they did it with style and they did it with class I, I I liked it i thought it was I thought it was good it was very entertaining for me
1: awesome awesome I can say we'll get deeper into some of the other comments here uh later in the show and, and I'm sorry, I forgot to ask um because it just popped up here on one of these videos uh, uh of you um, you have a long-standing um, um, I guess can we call it a tradition with Doc at uh, RWA? Um, he has he has he has you know from the days when you didn't get along to now when you when when you do a bit more. Um, it, it, he has become kind of the the holder of your hat. Is he is he your JBL?
0: You know what? It, it started out with him begrudgingly having to wear my attire, my, my entrance attire because he just really didn't like me and really didn't want to and then it, it became almost like a, almost like a term of endearment. You know, now I, I, I run up and I slap it on an him and he almost stands up and bows his head almost like a knight squire that's, you know, being honored with the sword. You know, he <laughs> just ducks his head and lets me slap that thing on. I mean he's been a good sport up to this point. Uh but yeah, he kinda of like my JBL, my you know. I, I, I like to bring those guys into the ring a little bit too because sometimes they don't get that recognition and, and you know, I think it's good to you know, to run up and point them out that here's these guys that do such a great job on the color commentary that goes on these DVDs. You know, you know, just give him a little, uh, you know, a little nudge in the elbow, and you
1: know, you know wait, wink. You're part of it now, buddy. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, I want to close this out with our our, our usual questions that dig into into that noggin of yours. Uh, so, other than the Will Osprey match, uh, what are you watching? What's kind of, what are, what kind of are you paying attention to as far as uh, wrestling these days?
0: Um, you know, obviously I, I keep up with uh, what's going on in the WWE. I think everybody does, to a certain extent, I mean, if you don't, you know, sit down and watch sometimes agonizing five hours of Raw, whatever it is now, but I mean everybody keeps up with it. Um, I like a lot of the old stuff, you know, I, I've i been going nuts on the network just digging through the archives and remembering things and, and picking up things that I've actually forgotten. Uh so, you know, I I go to the classics. Um, I've been actually recently watching a lot of uh nineteen eighty nine to to, to ninety three W C W stuff. There's some really good stuff in there that, you know, it just gets forgotten because there's such a, a high volume of wrestling out there that I think sometimes those little gold nuggets get lost in the shuffles.
1: Awesome. And, uh, you know, you've been around for a while. Like I said, I think you said you started training in uh, 2005. What's the best and the worst thing about being on the Indies?
0: Oh, man. Um, I tell you, even even the bad stuff you get used to and becomes part of, you know, the, the, the glamour behind it all. But um, I'd say the older I get, the harder it is for me to stay out on the road. It's hard to be away from home. Um, that's probably one of the harder things. Um, you know, as far as, you know, locker rooms, sometimes that can be a challenge. If you get a you know, a clicky locker room, um you know, fortunately recently I haven't had those issues. RWA has one of the best locker rooms I've ever been in. Um and you really do get a sense of like camaraderie and brotherhood amongst wrestlers in that locker room. But uh i say sometimes those two things can present the bigger challenges. Now, as far as what, you know, I, you know, I love the most, it's, it's those moments, uh, just coming out that, you know, the curtain, the reception from the crowd, uh, what you get from them when you're down and out and you really need their support to help, you know, get your rallies back on your feet, that energy that you get from them, um, and, and anytime, uh, you know, when, you know, you're, you have the opponent on their back, the referee's one, two, three, and that explosion from crowd, that bang, and a match pop, you know? Those things are why I still do it. You know, I, I love the reactions from the crowd.
1: Awesome, awesome! Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, you're going to be here at uh, uh, Global Force Wrestling this Friday, McKeesport, PA, June 3rd. Uh, go to uh, Global Force Wrestling. Uh, let me get that site: so GlobalForceWrestling.com for tickets, information, and everything like that. Um, I, has your opponent been announced uh, for your defense?
0: I believe what uh, what's been posted is that uh, the two heavenly bodies.
1: Oh, there you go! Uh, Some a team with some history there, so that'd be good to see, right? It will be an interesting mix, and there's a lot of great names on that show as well. Uh, Friends of the show like DJ Zima Ion, uh, Sanjay Dutt, who's also been a big part of RWA for a good while now, Magnus, um, and Cole Cabana, so many more. Uh, So looking forward to that. I'm planning to be there. I know some of our our Mayhem friends will be there as well. See what Global Force Wrestling uh, has to offer. It will be my first in person. I know they've been uh, at least north of the area and over in Ohio as well, so it'll be good to see Uh, that and 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 either way you know a a ton of great talent on this card really looking for it forward to it great to see our friends at the renegade wrestling alliance uh, represented um, on this as well so see you guys down there here in the pittsburgh area dc bentley where can people find you online or in around the world in uh promotions uh you may be popping up in
0: um you know Check us out on Global Force on the 3rd. Um, we got July 30th with RWA in Western Pennsylvania. And you can check me out on Facebook with T.C. Bentley. Uh, that's the handle. Come friend me. Check me out. I'll certainly accept. Do some takes, do some videos to get some fun stuff on there for you guys.
1: All right. Thanks a lot for joining us. Go check all that stuff out. We'll be back after this word and talk about some more indie wrestling.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is M Dog Twenty, Matt Cross, international superstar. You name it, and I've been there twice.
2: Ireland, England, Northern Ireland, Australia,
0: Colombia,
2: Egypt, France, Italy, Spain, Switzerland, Austria. Are you kidding me?
0: This guy's been all over the place. But if there's one thing I like, if there's a couple things that I like, it's chicken bread, it's the internet, and it's TNA wrestling. Thank you, everybody. You are checking out the
2: Wrestling Mayhem Show. Thank you. And we're back here on Indie Mayhem Show, episode 122. Uh, uh, Very excited to get into this discussion now that we're about to get into because it's the thing that's on everybody's lips, Sorg. Everybody's been talking about it. Everybody's got something to say. So we are going to contribute to that here tonight the best way that we possibly can.
1: Which means me just watching the match and right before this so I can have an opinion.
2: Yeah, so Sorg literally just watched this like maybe half an hour ago.
1: Uh, it's been a busy life. It's been a busy life. So, I, yes, I got it in because I want to be part of this discussion. I want to have an opinion, but I don't want Vader to punch me in the face. So, we're going to tread lightly. Um, so, okay. I watched the match. It's Ricochet. It's Will Ospreay. It's part of this crazy tournament that's happening in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. And that's super I've seen some some of the comments. Again, not Staying, getting too deep into it, Amen. I'm sure you have been keeping up on everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Can you explain the situation around this match?
2: Well, this match happened. Um, uh, God, I don't even remember what day. I should probably know. Uh, sometime this past weekend. Uh, it basically, in many senses, kind of went viral. Uh, a lot of the of the move sequences, particularly. Gifts of those move sequences went viral, getting around uh, of you know the impressiveness of this match. Uh, uh, it was getting. I know like top level websites were reporting like, "Oh wow, look at this crazy Japanese wrestling match!" Like, uh, and 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 sharing it everywhere. Uh, but because it's been, I think, shared so widely, and because of the style of wrestling match, there was a lot of discussion that came from it because of social media. Uh, th- there were a lot of people saying things about it. Obviously, I think. The biggest came from uh, Vader, you know, former uh, 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 WWF, WCW, and even did a lot of work in New Japan Pro Wrestling as well, uh, Vader, uh, who tweeted, uh, blatant acrobatics, no story. Is there anything done in this video that relates to winning? You could get two high school gymnasts and put on a show. Um, and wow. Yes. <clears throat> And that obviously sparked a lot of discussion, uh, a lot of hatred towards Vader. Uh, some people agree with Vader. Uh, I know uh, Jim Cornette was one of the ones to share a similar opinion about that match. Um, uh, people like the Young Bucks and Joey Ryan were coming to the defense of of Ricochet and Will Osprey, uh, praising their efforts and and you know really kind of being on their side. So, so with that plane kind of set. Uh, and I've got some other excerpts from people that I'll probably read in a bit. But, um, uh, Sorg, what do you think? I
1: thought it was a beautiful match. match. I thought it was a beautiful match. Uh, as I was saying during it, and, and we might post it, uh, a, a, a kind of a reaction video, I guess, uh, on our YouTube page for Wrestling Mayhem Show. But generally, like it was an acrobatic feat. You know, there was a lot of, yeah, crazy flippy stuff, of course, but also it wasn't like flips for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? There was, there were slow points. There was, I mean, no, it's not, it's not working over a leg for, you know, for 15 minutes, you know, and that it comes into the finisher or anything like that. No, absolutely not. Um, This is a type of wrestling much like Strong Style is a type of wrestling, much like we have a talk coming up with uh, G-Raver where he talks about deathmatch wrestling. It's a type of wrestling. We've talked about Chikara. We've talked about old-school wrestling. We've talked about so many different types of wrestling. And and this is a type of wrestling, you know? Um, one I enjoy, because I, I, I enjoy... I mean, it, it's, it, it is a circuit du Soleil of pro wrestling, right? Um, but it's a spectacle and i'm here to watch pro wrestling and watch something that makes me feel and something that you know amazes me you know whether yeah. that be, and that can be flips but that can also be a promo like we discussed on wrestling mayhem show 522 with charlotte that moves me or says oh man that, that i can't believe she did that you know or can be i can't believe they just did that you know Right. It got a reaction. It's getting reactions. Um, but that's where I'm at. But again, I'm open to this kind of wrestling in general. Um,
2: like, I think, and this is one thing, like, I, I watched this match. I watched the match in before, before any of this kind of, like, drama, you know, kind of happened. Uh, and as of my first impressions of the match, one, I really loved it. Two uh, and I mentioned it's the sort guy. I had seen these two men wrestle uh, WrestleMania weekend for Evolve, and I feel they really took a performance that I adored and loved, and really like went out of that weekend being like, I'm so glad I got to see this match, um, and they topped it, and and that's so cool for them to do. Um, uh, another thing I really thought of, like, because I've been thinking about this recently, not to go into like personal stuff um uh i've been dating recently and one of the things i always have thought about to myself is how do i get my significant other into wrestling not into wrestling but like kind of introduce like hey which is
1: a which is a question we've addressed several times on wrestling mayhem show over the years right and 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 unfortunately unfortunately you don't you don't have the cm punk factor anymore like we did right
2: and and you don't have the factor of you know this sometimes it's hard, you know, to digest a twenty twenty five minute wrestling match that's a little bit slower. You know right. what I mean? Right. If I feel like if they watch something like this, uh they could be they'll be like, "Wow!" They'll get the reaction that you were getting, which was, "Wow! Wow! Oh my God, that's amazing!" Like, you know, they, they don't care about you know that side of things. You know what I mean? They don't care about, oh, did he work the leg? Oh, you know, the psychology aspect, which I'd argue. Personally, I find this match has more psychology than other matches that I've seen on the independents that have less flips. Yeah,
1: I'm with that. I'm with that that because, I I mean, these are two guys that have been doing this for a bit. Know how to do that. Know how to work the crowd. Um, Obviously, aiming for the crowd that likes the flips, likes the -the over-the-top thing, you know, and decided this is the kind of match we're going to put on. Hey, this is is a best of
2: the super juniors tournament. Right. You know, the people in here are, you know, your Jushin Likers, your Prince david not your Prince Devon, your uh, Tiger Mask. People who were renowned for this kind of a style.
1: Right, right. And, and this I, is
2: taking it to a modern level, but there's still that style.
1: And that's a context, too. You know, I, Vader is a guy that was in Japan, right? <laughs> Hell, Brock Lesnar was a guy that was in Japan, but they yeah. were a certain part of the card. And this is a tournament that celebrates this kind of wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I, I I think there needs to be context, of course, right? Um, you know, seeing the slow motion hand grenade from Chuck Taylor and Shakara looks silly by itself, but it's like, no, that's what all of this is. This is what the whole show is, you know. This is the um. You, yeah. This is the environment. These are the unspoken rules. You know, like Lucha Underground has different rules about how things are conducted. Murder. Yeah. Uh. For instance. <laughs> uh. You know, which is killing the business. And 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 there's been those discussions as well. Um, well, and,
2: and uh, because I noticed another one of Vader's tweets about it that I think is important to note is that he said, uh, "I think this might have been the original tweet." Actually, this is a memorized gymnastic slash dance routine. It saddens me to see the direction wrestling
1: is headed and maybe related to that Bobby f j town responded to our tweet i was I was asking via uh, mayhem show and indie u s uh Twitter accounts um you know what 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 did you guys think of the match and he says his dad you know okay casual wrestling fan you know his his oh. dad uh said that it was good but well rehearsed does i
2: mm, I don't Here's know. with that you know, about the whole rehearsal thing yeah. I'd argue 90 to 95% of at least modern wrestling, and I would say of, of, uh, probably a good 80% of wrestling 10 years ago, is some kind of memorized dance routine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What, how, I, you'd not see, you do not see guys anymore go out there and be like, we're just going to call on the ring. You know what I mean? There is a level of memorization. There's a level of sort of, you know, rehearsal that goes on with wrestling matches and because of that i feel like these guys should be praised
1: absolutely well and also you said that you basically saw um what sounds like an alpha version of this match these are also guys that probably meet each other several times on the indies you know uh you just like you know hold on a second so we heard like you know the the talk of like uh uh cabana and punk right said oh we always always used to have these matches and What did they say in the CM Punk documentary? We took that match everywhere. Pittsburgh, Baltimore... Chicago right like they, they didn't say we went and wrestled the year They're like we took that match we took the us versus him thing they probably if you go take a lot of those matches that they did in a weekend from uh, a run from Pittsburgh to Baltimore or whatever the case may be uh, from- probably
2: similar you're probably like oh
1: yeah no they did, they did that thing they did that thing they did that thing do you think Ric Flair did a different thing every night when he was torn from town to town in spots where nobody was was seeing him do it every night on TV no uh, you know it, and it did become rehearsed and he did see a lot of the same faces or people knew what the deal was right um i mean it's taken that up a level rehearsed as in they've done these in a match and maybe they practice say oh no when i do this make sure you move this way like they do that and they work out in the ring in advance as far as understanding okay this is my move and this is how you you cooperate with me because that's how wrestling works right yes they're taking it to a different level right um And it is, you know, arguable, you know, starting with that Ring of Honor style of, you know, that looks like a dance routine that doesn't look believable because people are no selling popping up going right next move. And there's no time to digest the things, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, you know, there's there's an argument for that. But there's also fans that enjoy that style and accept that style. Um, And that's also by the way not the style that makes it to WWE like we keep saying we're getting ring of honor matches but we're getting better but we would never
2: see it at this level
1: like not no. to
2: unless it was something big
1: no and if those two guys if those two guys get to WWE they will have a match that will be like that but then they will have a match like that plus more ring psychology which will make it light years better right yeah. I, I, I think that's I've seen I've talked about this several times but I've seen a match with Tyler Black Cesaro Claudio Cassidoli, um, Tyler Black uh, uh, Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson and Nigel McGuinness in Ring of yeah. Honor in a four way match back in 2007 and now we see all those guys now and there's so much of what we liked back in 2007 and you say oh no sell this 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 there are elements that WWE style brings to it, yet they're still bringing a lot of that fast paced craziness. And I, I think that you get something like the four way match that was at extreme rules mm-hmm. that I think has more weight and is better than that match. I saw in 2007 with many of the same people. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know I what can, I mean? Yeah. I, I I mean, but in the meantime, this is happening in New Japan. This is where we're at. This is a match that caught attention. It's not Vader's match. And you know, that's Yeah and I, mean, I think
2: my point of view is also like I don't know, comments like that, I, I feel like it's just very disrespectful to those two performers to say um, that they you know, they're just gymnasts. Like I I think it takes such a level of, you know, ability to synchronize in such a way, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, yeah, definitely, you know, traveling that match on the road. But to my knowledge, that time they wrestled at Evolve that I got to see was the first time they ever fought each other. They've been on similar shows with each other, but they never wrestled each other. So I believe this is only their, and I may be wrong, I believe this is only their second match. And for them to execute things so – you know, with such synchronicity, the moment for me was the – and it's the moment I know I seen a lot of people critique as the one moment where they're like, yeah, I don't like that, was the double uh, handsprings off the ropes where they did the flip and they landed in perfect timing with one another. And I, I just thought to myself, that is phenomenal. That should be praised because the ability to time that out in such a way and to know where your opponent is and how they're going to land and doing it. So you land at the exact same time and create that special moment should be praised. I think, yes, it's memorized. Yes. It's a dance routine just like all wrestling is, but this is a dance routine that is done to such a level that I think is a cut above. Um, I, I really, I don't know. I really enjoy this. Um, Ricochet also released a comment about this. It's it's very long. I won't go into it too much. Uh, you can uh, follow him on Twitter to read that. Uh, two comments that I think that I think are really good uh, that I wanted to share was uh, William Regal commented on this. Um, uh, it's a it's a, a, a longer twi- uh, Twitter comment that said. Um, uh, there we go. Uh, when I started the job in 1983, a lot of the older fellas used to say that Mark Rocco and Marty Jones, who were the real pioneers of the uh, cruiserweight wrestling style, had killed the business because they did it too much. Although they may not admit it anymore, most of the heavyweights in Europe who th- thought the brilliant lightweight and middleweight wrestlers were bad at their job because their style was not believable enough. Every country I worked in before I came to the U.S. had different styles and ways of doing things. As long as there's effort, then it's right. If the people paying you are happy and you get the reactions that make your stuff as good as it can be with what skills you have. may not be for everyone, but that's okay. In the match, I saw two fellas who looked like fighters having an excellent, hard-competitive com- match in a different style, win-win. Uh, and that's from the mouth of William Regal, who is probably one of the top heads as far as talent goes in um, WWE. He's been at PWG shows scouting talent. He's been, you know, doing stuff and keeping an eyes on talents like these. Um, and, and I also really love the t- uh, tweet from Shelton Benjamin, who tweeted, um, "How because the whole concept a lot of people saying." You know, I I can understand if people don't like this match and it's not their style and what they liked, but the people who my thing comes from the people who are saying this style is killing the wrestling business. Um, and his response was, "How to kill the business of pro wrestling in one easy step? Everybody wrestles one style."
1: <laughs> yep,
2: I think it's that's that. There is something for everyone. There's something different for everyone, and I don't understand how people seeing. Gifts of this match or seeing the acrobatic style of this and seeing wow that's amazing hurts wrestling but hey that's just my opinion
1: I'm with you I I think uh, well I think there's a problem whenever everybody's like this is killing the business I've been hearing that about the Pittsburgh scene that Fed is killing the business it's like what is it killing Mm -hmm. you know what you know what kills the business when you start blaming other people and don't do the best job you can uh, and don't do your job to put butts in seats as a wrestler, as a promoter, you know. Um yeah. and and have stupid conversations like this, you know. Um again, hey, how many people were in there? How many people watched this? How many people have started that thing? Giving it likes, you know.
2: I think it I think it speaks volumes that a Japanese crowd had you know, gave them a this is awesome and a holy shit chant.
1: Yeah. Yes. Which we, we've crossed happen. we've crossed language borders
2: <laughs> right. in this one. But that doesn't happen. They don't treat no. that, that's not how they react to wrestling. No. They they'll cheer for guys and they'll cheer for wrestlers, but they won't they won't cheer for the they won't cheer for the fact that this is a good wrestling match. You know what I mean? That's never a thing that J- Japan crowds do. They'll be like, "Yay, go that guy!" or "Yay, go that guy!" It's ne- it's really only in America and maybe like parts of Europe. Where you have people being cheering because the performance is great, and and for Japan to chant those things, I think, is a testament to what they were able to put forward.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, let's see what's happening elsewhere in the Indies. Uh, of course, AIW always making noise there. JT Lightning uh, Memorial uh, uh, Tournament. Uh, a lot of friends of the show. Uh, of course, Raymond Rowe. Britt Baker <laughs> was part of it. Gregory um, mm-hmm. Gregory Iron, another friend of the show, uh, uh, apparently reuniting with Veda Scott. I can't wait for the for Bitmojis to 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 come up again. But of course, Josh Alexander Alexander the excuse me, Josh Alexander the Walking Weapon, who I believe is also part of Super Indie with IWC yep. here in the next couple of weeks. Um, and when I was at uh, when I was up there for uh, Absolution last year, he was I think the champion at the time uh, for AIW. Uh, you know, of course this is one to check out. There's DJ Zima ion once again, um, doing some crazy stuff. Spanish. Fly. I know the, um, wow. the, uh, the, uh,
2: the one camera shots from the show are already available for purchase on some Mark video. And if you purchase those, you will get the full edit as it, as it gets released. So those are, that shows actually all the way out. That's so cool. you can go check that out.
1: There's was, um, there a match. That, want- sorry. There was a match that involved, um, um, Kurt Hawkins, now Brian Myers, a little Guido, and Hornswoggle. I don't know who Big Mo Graziano is necessarily, uh, but that was interesting. Um, uh, if you want
2: to see Ray Rowe and Dan Severn in the same ring,
1: oh jeez. oh geez, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so there you go, JT Lightning. Um, insane stuff. Great wrestling. Go check it out, Cleveland man. Cleveland's hopping. Down the these are the sole survivor, I believe, of Cleveland wrestling, and it's good to see they deserve it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they, I mean man, I mean that's one of those I've seen some early AIW, and it was kind of rough. A lot of our great friends in there, but they were like at bars and stuff. These guys, I think they found their stride, and it's it's really really cool to see. Beyond wrestling, hey, there's a friend of the show at Beyond Wrestling, Keith Lee, uh, current
2: Inspire Pro Pure Prestige champion, who apparently stole the show that weekend. Yeah. Very cool to see him. And, and, and uh, Ring of Honor star Die Jack had apparently a phenomenal match nice. for Beyond Wrestling. And uh, they already announced, I think today, that they are bringing Keith back just based off of his performance. So very cool to see.
1: Their um, comment Their comment on, on Twitter uh, in, in this post that uh, Matt Collins put in the round Indies, Indies, uh the world needs to know about Keith Lee. And they'll announce the opponent uh, for uh, two six uh, 626 very soon.
2: Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I agree completely. Obviously, we've had Keith on the show. Uh, Keith, who's also in the tag team with uh, from the show, Shane Taylor. Uh, they've been doing stuff in the Ring of Honor. Uh, like I said, also Inspire Pro, pure pristine champion. Uh, he is absolutely phenomenal uh, inside and outside the ring. So for him to get that success, I think, is really great. And very, very glad to see uh, him be successful in that way. So, yeah,
1: definitely. And beyond that, I think it's worth mentioning, uh, this came around, I know this is just a little bit away from our friend Mad Mike up in Poughkeepsie, New York, but NEW, Northeast Wrestling, uh, of course, we talked about them last year. I was part of the, the video team that that brought you the uh, their Niles, Ohio uh, 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 production last year, uh, one of their baseball kind of shows. Uh, they're going to have Cody Rhodes. Yep, that one. Who's that guy? That guy. He's new to the Indies. I think he'll be Okay. Taking on some other young whippersnapper named Kurt Angle. Boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's just digest that for a while, America. Uh <laughs> I would, man, if that was not, you know, uh, nine hours away from me, I'd definitely be checking that. Out, <laughs> so I'm going to check my mega bus schedule, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, looking forward to see, hopefully, you know, see something of that. Hear how that goes. Um, good, Cody's getting out there. I I, I can't wait to see. Um, you know, much like we've seen with John Morrison Mundo, whatever. And some of these other guys, I can't wait to see um, what happens with the chains are off for Cody Rhodes out there. I also saw, uh, because there was a question earlier on Wrestling Mayhem Show, has Sandow been uh, announced for anything? I did see uh, he was announced for another show with um, with Shelton Benjamin when I was checking out that tweet you were talking about and Eugene coming up here. So, so he is getting around on some other indies, of course, smaller ones. He uh, said he was announced for Global Force Wrestling, I think, in this next week, perhaps. Um, so so Sandow cool. is getting out there. I like to see what happens with him and maybe we'll get some videos of whatever he does. He's probably just going to be on the kind of a victory lap tour, you know, as pretty much Sandow before he does very, you know, and much interesting, I, I would imagine, but keep an eye out for that as well. Yeah. These guys are too talented to be just around, you know? Absolutely. Chikara King of Trios, please. Yeah. Rose scholars yeah. plus another. Plus, Kurt mm-hmm. Angle.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amen. anything else coming up you are aware of that's worth talking about?
2: Uh, coming up, I'm not sure exactly, but obviously, definitely uh, uh, follow indie wrestling. Us, follow your, you know, all your all your favorite indie wrestling companies across the U.S. and and if you're international too.
1: And follow your heart to indie your guys. Uh, great discussion. Thank you, everybody, for joining us live dot wrestling mayhem com wrestling mayhem com uh and subscribe to every excuse me subscribe to everything um and 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 check out indie wrestling thank you so much to dc bentley wild west rwa tag team champions looking forward to see what they're doing at global force wrestling this friday check out global force com for that and maybe other dates in your area i won't talk about the other thing they're doing but anyways um <laughs> And, uh, and of course, Eamon, at Eamon2Please, Voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling at InspireProWrestling.com
2: Look, uh, uh, keep an eye out on all our social media of Inspire Pro Wrestling for more information soon uh, for some cool news that we will be announcing. So, yes, definitely Sweet. keep an eye out.
1: Sweet. And, of course, SorgatronMedia.com for all the things that I'm doing with the team, as well as indie wrestling.us for the latest from Vicious Outcast Wrestling Wrestling, Inspire Pro Wrestling, need more, need more caffeine. uh Renegade Wrestling Alliance, Prime Wrestling, Best of, so much more. Round the Indies, Indie Mayhem Show, Indie wrestling.us indy Indie, 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 Indie. We'll see you next Indie, Indie Mayhem Showtime, Indie Mayhem Show Channel. Support Indie Wrestling. Oh. Oh.